Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life. Hi and a very warm welcome from me, your host, Phil Parker, to this episode 82 of Essential NLP. So today is the 7th of January 2016. So naturally on this podcast, we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. But it's also a sobering thought when you think about map and territory and and our ideas of reality. That at this stage in the year, the CEOs of the top companies in both America and UK have earned as much as the average salary of the average guy. So uh, <laughs> that puts it all in a bit of perspective. Happy New Year, guys. Hopefully you are somebody who is either in that top category or is at least as happy as you should be for being in that top category. Uh, we talked before about happiness and money and how the evidence is that having no money does not make you happy. Having loads of money doesn't make you happy. Having just about the right amount of money you need for the things you want makes you happy. If you have more than that, the evidence is it doesn't make you any happier. So maybe this year we can let some of our thoughts of not quite having what we want maybe go a bit, recognising that actually probably we do have what we want. But let's move on to New Year's resolutions. Now, this time of the year, what we January the 7th, by this time, most people have already ditched a few of them. But if you are one of those people who still has all your New Year's resolutions intact and, and you actually made some, so not you just didn't have any, then you're doing amazingly and you are ahead of the curve. I'd like to talk about a few ideas I think will help you if you have made New Year's resolutions. Uh, there's an infographic if you want, just email us, we'll send it to you that uh, summarizes these. But these are the five most important things. We've talked before about goal setting, so check that out. Look at what we call well-formed outcomes in NLP, which are great ways to form what it is that you want in a way that makes it easier to get it. But let's look at some practical things. So the first thing on the list is food. One of the core things that people will try and change uh, at the beginning of the year is uh, their relationship to food, mainly because very often we've picked out over the Christmas period and we think, right, New Year is the time to get it sorted couple of things are really simple that will make things easier for you. The first one is to eat off a smaller plate. What this seems to do neurologically to us is if we see a plate that's full, we think, oh, that's probably enough, even though if it was on a huge platter, it would look like a tiny amount of food. But having a plate that that is full, even if it's a smaller plate, gives us a sense of we are not giving anything up. One of the things that tends to motivate humans is a sense of losing things. We don't like to give things up. We don't like to stop smoking or prevent ourselves from having the things that we think are fun and our rewards. So if you can get through that by tricking your brain into thinking, I'm actually getting rewarded. I'm getting a look at this plate stacked full of food. The second thing to do is to not put as big a portion on the small plate. If you can do that, then that will reduce the amount of food you're eating because on the whole, we do tend to eat more food than we really need. The third thing to do is if you find you can't put it on a smaller plate and you can't put smaller portions in, then ask yourself, as you eat, is this enough? Have I had enough? 
not am I full to bursting, not can I not physically put anything more inside me, but is this enough? And ask yourself, and this is an NLP strategy called the slender eating strategy, ask yourself, how will I feel in about an hour, about half an hour's time, if I continue eating? And what that should do is it should put you in a position where you're making better choices about, okay, I've had enough now. And then there's a brilliant tip from the the, the well-known uh, personal development expert, Pamela Anderson, who says that what she does when she's knows she's had enough, but has a tendency to push the plate to one side and then pick at it and fin finish the rest of the plate anyway, is when she gets to the point where she's had enough, she takes some fairy liquid or some washing up liquid and pours it on the plate. So at that point, the food becomes impossible to eat. So there's a tip uh, that you might find useful. Actually doing these simple things will really help you make it simpler to make choices. It's much, much easier to make the choice to eat what's on your plate if you've already made the choice beforehand to put the right kind of amounts on the plate. You know, often we can't be bothered to go back in the kitchen and get some more. It feels like that's done. The second thing that seems to really help people to stick to their resolutions is to get a team involved. Don't try and do it on your own. You can do, but very often having someone with you will really help for two reasons. First of all, as you tell them you're putting it out there, other people being involved makes it real. So if you have a little thought in your head like, yeah, I'm going to exercise once a week, but you actually tell someone, then it somehow feels much more of a commitment having spoken it, both neurologically because you're verbalizing it, but also the fact that other people know about it now. Now, choose the right person. You don't want to have someone who's going to collude with you on the second week and go, yeah, exercise is impossible. Choose someone who's likely to be supportive of you, someone who can share in your success, and someone who, if they notice that you're drifting off track a little bit, will give you a gentle nudge, a kindly reminder that this is what you're committed to. You don't want someone in your face causing you trouble, but you do want someone who's going to support your endeavor. So get someone on side. Choose them carefully, but there will be somebody in your life who will be able to help you. It may be somebody who's got the same issues you and wants to make change in the same way as you do. The next key tip is to try something different. Generally avoid the resolutions that you managed to break last year. They're not got a great track history. It probably suggests they weren't quite the right things. They didn't motivate you or engage you enough. Try something new. I'd recommend being playful around it. Think of something that's fun, something that's engaging, something you'd love to do, so that then it won't seem like it's a real hardship. There's some interesting research about if you exercise when you really don't want to, it doesn't seem to make as much difference as when you exercise when you want to. And that's because it activates stress hormones. Stress hormones have a massive impact on how we process fats and sugars. So choose something you love doing, something you enjoy. You know, very often a walk will be much more beneficial for you than a, a hideous treadmill that you don't want to do. Do something fun. It could be dancing, it could be juggling, it could be anything. But allow yourself to be creative. And we've done some podcasts on how to be creative. Looking at the Disney strategy is a good example of this. Getting yourself in the state of creativity will help you to think, well, what would I love to do that might get my body moving? The fourth tip is to choose something that's reasonable. If you set yourself a goal that is so huge 
you're almost bound to fail, then it's not going to motivate you and you're going to make life quite difficult for yourself. Instead, choose something that is stretching, something that is, okay, well, that would be a real achievement for you. Don't, don't settle for something that's not, you know, really a big deal that you could do any day of the week. Choose something that for you would be an achievement, but also something that you can kind of see within your sights of, yeah, I could do that. And that'd be different for different people. If somebody is currently running 15 miles every week, then running 20 miles a week would probably be manageable for them. If you're currently only running one mile a week, then 20 miles a week is probably a bit of an ask. And you may need to chunk that down and make it something that's manageable, maybe two miles to start with. It may have an ultimate goal of 20, but don't probably start with that. It will probably overwhelm you. And finally recognize the chances are you will go off track every now and again. It's just the way that it is. It's fine if you don't, but if you do, what classically happens is people go, oh, look, I ruined it, what's the point? And they pick out or just become a couch potato and give in and give up. Very normal, very reasonable behavior. But what really separates people who make success of things in their lives is not how many times they fail, but how many times they pick themselves up afterwards. So don't give yourself a hard time if you find yourself off track or slipping. Just kind of go, oh, okay, well, that's not surprising. I am human after all. Be kind to yourself deeply kind to yourself and then regroup and work out, okay, how do I respond to this? How do I move forwards? If you do that, then you will make keeping your New Year's resolutions a much, much easier, more enjoyable and successful thing. So until next week, you take care now. Oh, and one last thing. If you're enjoying these podcasts, really helps if you can leave a review on iTunes. Just log into your iTunes account, leave a review on the iTunes store about the podcast. The, the more reviews we have, the more people hear about this stuff. And as it's free, then it's great to share it. So uh, help us out, let people know about it. It'd be really great, leave a review. If you don't like it, don't leave a review. <laughs> if you like these podcast series, then I think you'd really love finding out more about how we could work together best things you can do and get hold of the other podcasts on itunes or get some of my extraordinary books which as i say if you like these podcasts they're very very similar life-changing fascinating ways of looking at the world and the ultimate thing you could do hey come and train with me i'd love to meet you in person let us know drop us an email phil at philparker.org or go to the website philparker.org sign up for the newsletters there you'll get instant access to some of my latest audio downloads. And those downloads contain the latest research, techniques and tools to change your life and improve your health. So just register to get those right now. And I look forward to hanging out with you in person in the very near future. You take care now. Essential NLP. skills for a great life.